Welcome into the TNT Podcast. I'm Tanner Mounts alongside me, the co-host, Sean Tansky, and he has not recovered yet. <laughs> Mr. Tansky over there is still still hurting. Yeah, no, this is uh, not how I wanted to do this episode, but here we are making an appearance. So uh, This is exactly how I wanted to do this episode. Let's just get it over with. We gave him a day. We gave him a day to recover. We didn't record yesterday. Um, had things going on, just didn't work out. But we're here today on this in this nice Tuesday. It is beautiful. It's a beautiful day outside. That it is, is correct. I'm in a good mood. I've got it. I've got it. We had the event in the mountain layer today for the pledge drive. Yeah, that was really fun. That uh, it was really cool. Uh, hopefully, any of our listeners here, you guys pledge to the moose. Uh, yeah, if you're listening, really appreciate yep. it. Uh, listening before 11:59 on uh, Valentine's yep. Day. Uh, please go to United to the Moose and yep. donate. It's all going to a great cause. It's all going to honestly end up uh, uh, benefiting you as we yeah. improve our stuff here. We improve uh, what we produce for you guys. And so. if uh, you missed it live, I'm like 90% sure it'll be on uh, the sports page uh, wherever you find a podcast. We had interviews with uh, Coach Strafford, the men's head coach yep. of our soccer program. And our head baseball coach came in, too. That was really cool to talk to them. Dissect their minds a little bit, see how they're feeling. Uh, and then, you know, just it was a regular sports page. And I talking about sports. We talked about NFL. We talked about baseball. We talked about WVU men's and women's basketball. It was really fun. Uh, it, was all, it was really cool to do it live. Uh, haven't really experienced anything like that before. It was a good time. So hopefully you guys uh, check it out. And, again, uh, donate to the moose before, if you are listening to this before uh, eleven fifty nine on Valentine's Day. So the so February fourteenth. Yes. Um. Yeah, that was a great time. Uh, you know, the sports the sports uh staff here has really bonded yeah. over the past month or so. Uh, check out the U ninety two Twitter for pictures on all the and updates on all the uh, sports staff. Uh, but all the donations podcasts you'll find all of that. At U92TheMoose.com, so then also, check it out. Don't forget uh, the U92ers will be yes. uh, trying to avoid going 0-3. Which, this is a playoff and, game. And uh, we're going we're playing Thursday at 9, at, like always, at the Student Recreational Center. Uh, we will be without our legendary leader, uh, head coach uh, he's Tanner, on the hot seat. <laughs> Tanner Lambert. He's he will on the not hot be seat. able to make this game as... He's taking an early vacation in the season. Yeah, uh, he's on the hot, hot seat. seat here. He's on the hot seat. Uh, let me let me just say this: uh, we win without our coach there. That uh, that, that those uh, rumors about the hot seat could uh, it's get even hotter. Up. Yeah. It's <laughs> Uh, but yeah, it's it's a playoff game because both teams are zero two. You need a win to yep. make the playoffs. It's the last game yep. of the regular season. Um, so we're bringing that energy. Yes, we are. Uh, but <laughs> we'll move into uh, what you guys are used to, and that is the heat check for the day. Uh, Sean is struggling to find yeah. one. He is, he is so that hurt. Why don't hurt. you go first again? I will go first, <laughs> and that is the West Virginia women's basketball team defeated uh, number 21 ranked. I believe they're 19 now after the new AP ranking, but they were 21 at the time. Iowa State uh, at home in the Coliseum was their second ranked win of the year. Phenomenal crowd. It was their annual pink out. The jerseys yeah. were incredible. Um, there the were, handouts that looked like they were giving away, like yeah. the contest, they looked really sick. Yeah, there were really cool. There were probably a couple thousand people in attendance. Um, I think I was talking with Tanner. I think there were like over four thousand. Yeah, was a really yeah, good crowd. Yeah, um, and of course you. It was you and Tanner on the call, and you both did a phenomenal job. I thought you guys thank you, man. worked really well together, and I liked your insights dissecting the games. So excited because you. you have that basketball mind. So thank I really you. enjoyed listening to that. That thank I you. was cleaning the apartment and I turned it on. I'm like, oh, they're doing a really good job here. I, I, I appreciate that. We had a lot of fun. Um, yeah, Lambert, he's really good when he's on play-by-play. So, yeah, I heard he, uh, he had a buzzer beater call finally. It was like at the end of the third or something I heard. he got. Like yeah, a, I think it was right before the buzzer, but still. It's okay, like, yeah. It, it went really through because yeah. clock doesn't stop, so it yeah. sounded. And 
it was it, yeah he, he he's proud of that call yeah. he's, i've heard it probably three or four times <laughs> and like it, it deserves a pretty because yeah, it was it was really good to call um and it comes from the energy of the crowd we yeah, gotta talk no, about definitely. it you feed you feed like as, as much as the players feed off it i just feel a few times i've been fortunate enough to call a women's basketball game i've had pretty nice crowds and they were into it and that like gets you excited to call this game because you know like not only the players appreciate that but us calling and be able to call and to understand the atmosphere it's really cool i think to to feed off of yeah i've been lucky enough i've had two saturday night games both of them actually being their ranked wins yeah. on the season yeah, so that's what, yeah um need you, I actually need you on more ranked games pretty is what i'm they never like when i tune into them on tv they've never lost wow. i think they're like seven or oh or something wow. like that look I at this in. so i will Tanner do Mount's my best the lucky lucky charm for coach p in her first year yeah i will do my best but uh anisha kind of anisa excuse me i don't know why i keep saying anisha she she yelled yeah, at me yeah right? i got i got i've got the quick yell out about yeah, that i know too. she don't yelled worry. at me was, <laughs> i was like whoa my bad my bad but uh anisa is uh well, she pointed out on the morning talk show uh about all the um i th- think there are a lot of like young girls in attendance yeah. to watch coach p and that's really been coach p's um mission this season i forget exactly what her what her group's called it's like the young mountaineers yeah, or something yeah. like that and she's made it uh exclusively for girls only um to bring attention show girls what women's basketball is all about bring the spotlight to it because there isn't much of a national spotlight on women's basketball um unfortunately because yeah. like I mean, when you watch the games when there's that many people there like, mm-hmm. they are exciting they are yeah. fun to watch definitely check those out when you can uh you also just had south carolina mm-hmm. lsu was like a nationally broadcast yeah, with Don Staley, uh, from philadelphia yep, on super bowl sunday and that was i, I believe that was a sold out it was it was close to sold i did out i did check into that that was awesome yeah and that, i mean that's that, that's quality basketball and that's, i don't that's i don't want to hear anything two else. top uh three teams at the, at the moment yeah, uh, yeah. south carolina was undefeated both uh, teams were undefeated yeah, yeah and then yeah and then lsu was three in the country so yeah no it's awesome yeah no and then uh Speaking of just all of that, I remember uh, last game I called, it was uh, uh, National Women in Sports Day as well as the yep. 50th anniversary of Title IX implementation. And coach, and they all were wearing uh, nice warm-up shirts about everything. Yeah. And then Coach P had some really nice words after that. Even after a tough loss, she was you know, proud of the team and everything and talking about how important it is for this, uh, you know, to have awareness for everything like that. And, I mean – We've seen like the results on the court uh, in Coach P's first year have been awesome, and that yeah. should get applauded. But everything she's doing off the court, and she's building, building up a brand. everything. Yep, she's building a she's, brand, yeah, making no, a program. She's, she's uh, I mean, what more can you say? West Virginia University is, should be proud to have been able to hire Don Plitzwood. I think only good things keep coming uh, as she stays here longer and longer. Yeah, uh, but we'll move on to whatever you've come up with. I know this isn't truly exciting yeah for you. so i was thinking there's a few ways dig deep here man i could take it but i i really did like your suggestion uh so i'm gonna selfishly take it for myself uh former eagles offensive coordinator shane steichen uh, was reported the day of the super bowl that indianapolis the indianapolis colts were telling other uh finalists uh that they're out of the running and they want they were zeroing in on steichen and then they hired him, and then he, he's currently at his press conference right now. It was a really quick process. Um, so congratulations to him. It's funny that, you know, uh, five years ago the Eagles hired away Frank Reich, and then two years ago the Eagles hired away Frank Reich's offensive corner and Nick Sirianni, and now Indianapolis is going back and hiring Nick Sirianni's offensive corner. So they're really playing uh, musical chairs. Uh but now I think the Colts got a really good hire. It was a very interesting interview process for them. They did three rounds of interviews, and usually, from what I was reading, usually you get two, maybe three, but they were doing three with all of their finalists and everything, and they really wanted to do uh, an in-depth search for their next head coach as the Indianapolis Colts had a really bad year this year, uh, both on the field and off the field, uh, you know, Jim Mercer being Jim Mercer is the best way I could say that. Um, but I uh, I think Chris Ballard and company made the right call there. I still believe Chris Ballard's a really good GM. He has been dealt an unfair hand into uh, his uh, – to not credit him, but he's also helped in that. They haven't been able to find a quarterback here. Um, so hopefully Shane there uh, 
they get they finally stop going with the revolving doors of veteran quarterbacks and they uh, draft one of these guys with the fourth overall pick uh, and get him a quarterback because I do think Shane uh, uh, you know as far as being a coordinator goes he's been calling the plays for the Eagles since week five last season and the Eagles have had one of the better offenses in the league a really good rushing attack so uh, the strength one of the strengths of the Colts offense of course is Jonathan Taylor had a down year there but uh, I think that's a really good hire I think they got the right man for the job and I'm very interested to see what else they do this offseason uh, if they give him that young quarterback and hand them to the future of the franchise. Yeah, they're definitely going to take quarterback. Uh, the question is which one. I'm which seeing one? more and more Will Levis. Yeah, you're saying that. Um, yeah, I, I really can't get a good uh, grip on what's the first quarterback taken. I've also been seeing Will Levis being that second guy, but it's really yeah. been a coin flip between you now some analysts say Bryce Young, some say – CJ Stroud. And I think the important thing that um, reader and listener listeners have to understand about mock drafts, uh, at least most of the analysts, it's not necessarily what they think the team should do. It's more about what they're hearing about the team. Yep. That's pretty much the point of a mock draft. Yep. Is you're trying to just zero in uh, more so on what you think the teams are going to do rather than what you think they should do. If that yep. makes any sense. Yeah. So so it is know. pretty telling if. They keep consistently thinking Levis is going uh, to. And, of course, there's still a couple months until the draft, and, you know, we still have the combine, and we still have a, an actual offseason of signed free agents. So it's, it, it'll be interesting to see. Pretty much my favorite time of the year when it comes to NFL season. I love the draft. I love everything like that. So uh, it'll be very interesting to see how mock drafts now change when it's about a week leading up to the actual draft. Yeah, one thing that I'm looking at here is a possible – one reason now that it could spike Will Levis going to the Colts if they don't trade up to take a second quarterback um, would be Will Levis's running ability. And, yeah. um, you know, uh, I completely just blanked on his name, their new head coach that you just said. Like Shane Steichen. Wow, yes. Yeah. Um, Shane Steichen and that, you know, how he – yeah. Kind of like progressed uh, Jalen Hurts in that yeah, no. mobile quarterback Definitely. type of offense. Um, you know, I think Stroud has the capability to do that. I don't I think, think so he too. wants to do that, though. I he, think he's much more If you more look on tape, it feels, yeah, it feels like he doesn't want to utilize his legs more so than he wants to utilize his arm. Yeah. Which is fair. I mean, if you have the arm talent, I wouldn't want to. But, I mean, yeah, you can throw a big, ability, a big ability you could have in today's day and age is if you're able to be mobile. That's a big advantage for offenses, yeah. and it calls defenses fit. So, yeah, no, it'll be interesting to see. Again, of course, we still have uh, the draft, like I mentioned, and the combine. There's also pro days. Um, we Which get are last so look. overrated. If they, We they, haven't learned they, anything. They are, but at the same time, they are still used to evaluate and whatnot. So there's still a ton of time. Um, so, yeah. All right. Well, that'll let's, do it. Let's rip the bandaid off. Let's let's get into it. We'll 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 gently do this. With, we're gonna go over our prop bet picks, uh, not jump immediately into the game. Oh, thanks, man. Kind I, of, you know, I appreciate kind of that. <laughs> slowly get into the water. Um, so we'll just go over it. If you don't remember, check out uh, last Wednesday's episode with Jewel Butcher. Uh, we went through a bunch of different prop bet picks. Said we'd come back to it after the game. The results are in. Um, there were some really good ones. We'll take you through. Uh, uh, we'll, we'll just walk you through all the ones that we did. The Chiefs ended up winning the coin toss, so I was the only one that didn't get that right. I yeah. said that. I was like, you know what? I'll be different. I'll go <laughs> Eagles just because. Um, yeah, that didn't work out. Uh, Joel also said that they would call tails because Andy Reid knows tails never fails. Yeah. They did, in fact, call tails. You were yeah. the only one yeah, that, that one did not get that one right. Uh, the national anthem. This one was crazy. This one was absolutely insane. A lot of a lot of uh, other sources had the over under at like two ten uh, around that. We put it at two minutes, and it ended up being the the perfect line because he held that last note yes, about he did. five six seconds and just got over two minutes. It was about two minutes and a second uh, to get the over, which Joel was the only one that did not get that one. <laughs> um, so now we'd be tied at two touchback. I wrote bring it out. I just I was hoping yeah. for it. It's always exciting. It was a low kick. I think he it looked was. like he wanted to bring yeah. it out, but he just didn't get to it yeah. in time. I was uh the Chiefs didn't want him to bring it out is what it looked like. 
And then you were the only one that got touched down. Joel's safety pick did not work. But and he, thinking, he swung for the man, fences, and guess what? Yeah, one he, of them he, hit. He, he got you'll, one you'll of them. <laughs> we'll get to that one. He got one of them. Um, the uh, jersey number, we both were an inch away from cashing in on yeah. that one of being over 11 and a half yeah. when Gainwell yeah, was ruled a touchdown. Right there. Did four, not get in. Four armors down. The moment that I saw the replay, I was like, it's going to be Hurts yeah. now. I was like, yeah. you've got to be kidding me. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, my my sheet at home that I had, I actually put a check mark on it. And I had to <laughs> scribble it out oh, because no. once I saw the replay, I was oh, like, no. <laughs> I knew right away. I was like, well, this is going to Mahomes. Interestingly enough, none of us got the passing, rushing, or receiving leaders for the game. We all had Mahomes. Yeah. Uh, I don't think anyone expected Hurts to have the game that he did. Joel and I expected him to rush like he did. We picked him to lead in rushing. However, Pacheco uh, just edged him out yeah, in yeah. that one. Um, and then we all had Kelsey leading receiving yards, and it looked good early, but then Devontae Smith had a couple big catches, yeah. um, and he pulled away. So yeah, none no, of us got th- that yeah, one. Yeah. Um, the next one was the over-under on fourth down conversions. I, for whatever reason, I don't know why I put under with what the Eagles do. They went for it on <laughs> f- fourth and five. I, I should have went on it more. I, yeah, I don't know. I think I probably just picked that one to be different again. <laughs> did not work out because that one went over got to pick and choose your choices there <laughs> yeah um the sack first sack ended up being when they chased um hurts out of bounds late in like the third quarter oh okay with saunders uh they ruled out a, a sack because he ran out of bounds being chased uh one yard behind the line of scrimmage so that ended up being rolled a sack in saunders for the chiefs oh yeah uh, kaylin saunders yeah yep had the first sack um super bowl mvp uh the Eagles don't get that holding call. You know, it might you Maybe. guys might have cashed in Maybe. with the Eagles being able to go down and get it. With you guys picked Jalen Hurts, I picked AJ Brown for whatever reason. Again, <laughs> just to be different. Yeah, after listen, I'll have to listen. I, I wonder if you had a more in depth. Yeah, I, I have to go back. I don't know. I know I picked Mahomes on my one uh, that I do while right before the game. Uh, kickers, they both went over. Joel and I both went uh, Elliott under. Butker over you flipped that but it didn't matter they both went over yeah. so we all got one there baby showed up first there was there was yeah. slight controversy a couple commercials before it was a yeah, but I, I agreed with what you said yeah, it if the, it's not the focal point of the commercial and if it's like what that was like a tracking shot of just in yes, the distance yes. no it doesn't count. yeah there was yeah, i completely forgot to because i do remember i completely saw that uh e-commerce commercial and it completely like left my mind because oh, I, I usually like those commercials i thought they're really funny uh, and then I just saw a dog, I think like the next commercial break they had. Yes, I'm like, the I'm very like, next go. commercial was a dog. Yeah, and I'm like, let's go. And then I just got the news broken I, literally today that I was, I was wrong. I'm like, oh, you're right. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, yes. So Joel and I got that one right with the talking babies. You did not get that one. This is the one, the Gatorade color. We did not get I can't believe this one. Believe I it or not, I can't believe it. At the worst odds of plus 800, <laughs> Joel that? Butcher, I don't. I'm gonna say that he jokingly picked purple, but maybe he knew. If he knew, then maybe more credit knew. to him. Like either way, he picked the right one. The man had awesome. a feeling. He stuck to his gut, and it worked out. He picked purple. It, and was, it purple. was purple. I don't know I if I've ever seen it. purple I've never seen. In the Super Bowl. I don't. I can't. I, I feel like it's always either uh, lemon lime, red. Or orange, and then the AK. I remember seeing some blue, like the light, yeah. the cool blue, or the glacier blue, whichever one. Yeah, there's also been clear, like yeah. water and stuff. Yeah, so dumped. So I've seen that. Um, I don't a big ever one. remember purple. I don't ever remember that. Yeah, that was so. That was funny. Made so for good, a cool picture. Good for the man. Good for the man, Joel Butcher. Yeah, it made a cool picture too with the purple on the yeah. on Andy Reid's red. Yeah. Um, but uh, then the last two questions are who wins the game? We all had the Eagles. So we were all wrong there. However, I was the only one that picked the Chiefs to cover. So that brings the final score being in third place is none other than your favorite podcaster, me. <laughs> no, um, I did come in last. But, uh, Sean, hey, you got a victory out Thanks, of something man. here. Thank Comes you. in second. So Thanks. you beat me. You you win the table I don't here. lose. I technically don't lose. Yeah. However, with uh, nine. Joel being able to pick purple right, he comes in at nine correct. Wow. I, I mean, I got to hand it to the man. No, yeah, I'm, not no, even mad. I, I, I'm not even mad. Good, good golf clap going yes, right. Very here. good, very good for Joel Butcher. He's proud. I was texting him the moment I saw purple on Twitter. <laughs> I sent him a text in all caps, like, "Dude, there's Mute. no way 
he was he was ecstatic. He couldn't believe it either. So, but make uh, sure you check out uh, "Solving the War" with Jonathan Hamilton and Joel Butcher, available on wherever you find podcasts. Yeah, that, that's actually a pretty entertaining uh, podcast. Their there. social media for it's awesome. Yes, I love uh, what they do. You'll know everything you need to know the moment you see the logo for their um, <laughs> for their podcast. They're so, wearing suits and shorts. Yeah, go check it out. It is great. Uh, but you know, Sean, it's time. You mm-hmm. know, you know, we have to do it. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to find the box score. ESPN just wants to keep giving me the stories. Oh, I'm looking at the box score. Don't worry. Um, but we'll get right into it. The um, Kansas City Chiefs, led by Patrick Mahomes, on one ankle. Um, and quite literally one ankle. Literally, too. like I didn't think he was coming back. I jokingly put in the chat, um, with all our, like our sports, uh sports staff saying like oh another injured quarterback just another mickey mouse yeah, ring coming up yeah. um because i saw i saw a bunch of tweets and i wanted to keep the receipts and retweet them about once that happened people saying it's officially over well this one's give it to the eagles uh a lot of eagles fans saying that it was the time or eagles uh account saying that but Patrick Mahomes does what Patrick Mahomes yep. does, and he comes out in the second half. Four I drives. Missed, I think he missed one. I think he had one incompletion in the second half. He was pretty. He was practically flawless. I think it was. Half. Was it the one where he tried to throw it to the guy on the ground and it almost got so. picked off, or was that so. in the first half? Uh, I don't remember. I can't quite remember. I don't know, but, but I but I saw like there was an article like breaking down his second half, and yeah, no, it was practically flawless. Um. He, he, he's just insane. He yeah. had four drives total in the second half, three of them for a touchdown, one in the game-winning field goal that would have been a touchdown. They go smartly go down on the one-yard line. What were your thoughts about that the moment you saw him go down? like, Did you know at that point it was like, it's over? I knew it as soon as the flag was called. Like As soon as that flag was thrown, I'm like, it's over. But pretty, pretty – I thought – I knew it was over when they settled for three. Uh, yeah. in the third did you did you like them going for that or not going for that no and i didn't like them punting uh in the fourth either punting that deep in your own territory they've done it all year long they've went for it all year long they did in the playoffs too in similar territory but that was like a fourth and three fourth and four it was a long three wasn't it uh they've been able to do it all year and they were able to get them all game long i might thought. have actually been a four, i think it was a fourth i mean and I'm, three. I'm not i'm obviously not upset with sirianni doing it. i just thought the way he's been doing it all year long and all postseason long, he was going to go. So I was a bit more sh- taken aback at it. But now, I, I if I if it was m- up to me, I would have went for it there. But I mean, also with the th- with the settling for three, my my thing is, if- I know for like, like I mean, we've heard it for the past five years with this Chiefs team is like you can't beat them by kicking field goals. Like you need what was to, that for? Need to go then? touch and touch. That was the one. So they settled for three when it was 24-21 after the Chiefs uh, stormed down the field to open up the second half. And that was when uh, Hertz threw an absolute dime to Quez Watkins, and he couldn't catch it. He also had Smith open, I saw on another angle. Uh, but, I mean, if uh, – that was a fourth and six. You want him to go for it on fourth and six? I did. Because, again, I because uh, you can't beat the Chiefs. So I just set on the field goals. Um, I don't know about that one. I think. I think. So, it's, you, you you present your points, and I'll go with mine. <laughs> I mean, fourth and six, like, you got to take your you, – you had one of the best defenses all in the regular season, which we'll get to. We kind of talked about in the morning show about some of the questions that the Eagles had um, about how good they were. I mm-hmm. think they proved they're a heck of a team. However, I think their defense proved the doubters wrong about they haven't played a quarterback, a good quarterback really all season. This is obviously Patrick Mahomes is the best quarterback yet you're going to play. Yeah. Um, and he was able to tear him apart. That defense, that Philadelphia D- Eagles defense had no pass rush for yeah. – um, and I, I – I'm so tired of the people saying that 
you know, the Eagles were just slipping. Like, they, there was no reason. That's both, a, both teams had to play on it. it I know. So and, it know, wasn't like just – so my thing is I, – I, I, Like, if you want to use that against the yeah. Eagles, you have to use it against the Chiefs. Um, and Yeah, I get it. If the field sucks, it sucks. But, again, I don't – It'd be one – I haven't seen any Chiefs players really complain about it. I mean, you see the clip, like, uh, I believe it was – uh, Pacheco who scored and he went to go celebrate and he slipped yeah. so he saw that in the end zone so clearly the conditions weren't great but yeah. again you can't use that as your own argument if you're not also gonna like I mean it would be an argument one of the Eagles I believe Kelsey or said it himself like uh, Jason Kelsey said himself like both players had to play on the field yeah. so it's like it, would, it is what I, I you, if you use that as your main argument I think that's just like cowardly and you're kind of just not really accepting the truth of like uh you didn't get it done i mean if you and if it really was an issue i feel like they would have talked about it more and i feel like uh they would have drawn up some more blitzes uh because that's probably something you would want to do more if you can't get your uh front four guys going but i mean if you blitz Mahomes, yeah that's the issue better hope you sack him or better hope uh you you better hope he doesn't complete it. Put it that way. Yeah, it would have been, it would have been an argument if the Chiefs didn't end up with like two sacks and almost triple the quarterback pressures that the yeah. Eagles had. Yeah. Um, because the Chiefs were able to put up defensive line mm-hmm. numbers and the Eagles were not. Yes, there's a bunch of videos of the Eagles slipping on the field, but the Chiefs had that same field. They were able to put up, get to the quarterback twice, sack him, rushed him a whole bunch, uh, and it, I mean the secondary. Uh, was also not great for no. Philly. They were running around the whole second half. There were receivers open, and it wasn't like it was Mahomes, you know, making time for himself. They yeah, were just yeah. they, they were just finding open spots in the secondary. Uh, a couple times they got beat, and it happened on that holding call. Uh, he 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 did get beat. He did grab the jersey. He admitted to it. Um, I understand. We'll, we'll we'll just jump right into it. I understand why there's frustration of, okay, you didn't call it all game. Why call it there? Uh, but I think that that's not an excuse not to call it. Uh, I think it's more so they should have just been calling it. And there was two or three other times in the game that there was some questionable grabs that weren't called. But I don't think that makes an excuse for just because it's late in the game, a big moment, you see a penalty, you shouldn't call it. So my biggest takeaway is uh, that can't – I don't think that's fair to have that be the argument to why the Eagles lost. I think you can make – I think, like, the way I see it is, like, the defense played bad all game, and there was a pretty questionable call at the end that I don't agree with. Both can be true. like, And that's how I'm viewing it. Like, yeah, the defense didn't really show up. And there was a call that I don't agree with. I, so that's that's my takeaway. But, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's interesting I, uh, to see the discourse, like, from, like, players, former players to, like, all and uh, analysts there. That's It's been very interesting to see a lot of their views. A lot of analysts who were former players I know don't agree with the call. And then um, – I haven't really seen a whole a lot of support for the call really with all of these uh you know like verified accounts and everything and analysts on different shows whether it be ESPN, CBS, Fox, anything like that. Um I guess it was a shame it's, to it's, watch it's which is why of, no one's for it. It's kind of like you could make the argument that maybe it happens every play and I'm sure it does just like you could make the argument there's a holding call every play with an offensive lineman, a defensive lineman. Um, I mean, if the difference in this, if they would have called it earlier, maybe, or at least they would have established that they were looking for it more. I mean, it's revisionist history. Maybe I would have been able to handle it better. I don't know. Do I like the call? No, obviously not. Uh, Big reason for that, of course, it affected my team and, the outcome of uh that game pretty much like it like you know that's yeah regardless or not if you think it ruined the game or not it does affect the game it no, it absolutely does. so i mean but also at the same time like i see a lot of eagles fans who are saying like oh that 
blew us the game. No, I'm more upset about it of, listen, I don't – I mean, we've seen it all year. They've Eagles have been able to respond or go on a nice drive, and maybe they do, but maybe they don't. So people who are saying, like, oh, it directly cost us to losing the game, I don't agree with that. I just think uh, – I wish – I wish it wasn't called, obviously, and I. But the main reason for that is because I would like to see what the Eagles how they respond to that. I would like to see Jalen Hurts get another a shot with the football in his hand and have an actual drive and not just a hail mary play. So that's my views on it. Uh, I I clearly don't like the call, but I also don't agree with players. Oh, I don't agree with people who are saying that's the direct link for them losing that game. Yeah. Um. My question for Philly fans for them and a lot of them is to ask yourself one and yet be truthful a lot of them aren't if it was the other way around if it was the chiefs holding that and that flag comes out oh, clearly they would be celebrating yeah oh you'd God, absolutely clearly. be saying that's the clearly. right call he held yeah. him he, yeah. like he clearly held him as the right call you have clearly. to make that call i mean it so in in my case if if that's the case if you can honestly truly say from both sides yeah, I would have absolutely thought that that was the right call if that was my team. Um, and another thing, too, element is like I saw a replay. It looked like it was a, a pretty late flag, too. Uh, my, my I'm not going to go back and watch that because I don't, <laughs> don't want to cry more than I have. Yeah, with that late but flag, I mean, though, it's because if you watch it, they want to. They always try to make sure that they get the mark right. Yeah. So you see him go to his flag. But then he watches the rest of the play play out because he's still responsible for anything else that yeah. happens, like while the ball's in the air, yeah. things like that. So, I mean, I get everyone saying, oh, yeah, Mahomes called for it. That's the other thing. Mahomes, Mahomes saw it right away, yeah, which is why he threw that ball. Yeah, and I think Mahomes honestly put that ball where he did on purpose because he knew that he was getting Maybe. that flag. I he mean, wanted to keep it out of harm's way. Yeah, no, if it's that, you could – I don't know. It is what it is. It's, I, uh, it's again – don't agree with it, but at the same time, that's not the main correlation. They lose the Eagles lost that game, and I think it's kind of you're holding on to some you're holding on to a false ideology if you believe that way. Um, no, but <laughs> I mean it's just crazy too because I mean if you look at Jalen Hurts's box score, twenty seven for thirty eight. 304 yards, one touchdown, and he added 15 carries, 70 yards, and three touchdowns. If you just showed me that, like I had no idea how the game went, and you just showed me his box score, I thought they would have won like 38-17, something like that. Uh, and it does stink, and I think that's what that's why I'm hurting a lot is because, like, quite honestly, that was the best game I've seen Jalen Hurts in an Eagles uniform and he's had really good games and he's had some bad games and he's had some okay games but that to me on the biggest stage uh against the best quarterback in the league he played extremely well and I you know it stinks I wanted that for him because he would get recognition and uh he kind of he wouldn't do it but you could say he'd pretty much say f you to players calling him a system quarterback or so on and so forth so that just stinks um but no he played a phenomenal game and then on the flip side Patrick Mahomes 21 for 27 182 yards three touchdowns it's not going to be the Patrick Mahomes big box score numbers that you're coming to expect but he played a phenomenal game himself he absolutely like, he looked so poised, and he looked so in control the entire time. It's why he's the best quarterback he's so in the clutch. league. And it's showing he really, you know, we don't know how the career, his career is going to continue. But he's a two-time MVP, two-time Super Bowl MVP, uh, has all these records, all before tw he's 28. He's 27. He has all this. I don't know if Brady, if you, if you're, if he's gonna break Brady's seven rings, but at least the way he's, the trajectory he's on, he's gonna get close. So he, the Eagles lost to the best quarterback in the league. I can't really be upset with. I can't be completely mad or upset about that. Yeah, the question with Patrick Mahomes is, he's not gonna have Andy Reid his whole career. Um, yeah, so Andy Reid yeah. is not gonna last and that he, long. Even, even Andy Reid didn't come out and say, "I'm coming." Like he didn't. 
he's probably coming back, but he didn't rule necessarily rule out. I thought retirement. I saw somewhere that he's is coming back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he, but like what it was is like a report came out like he didn't necessarily rule out retiring. You know, like usually would be a yes or no answer, and evidently he didn't give like a straightforward answer if that makes I don't sense. Think he'll but retire no, he, he, he won't. He won't. Um, but Mahomes is just so his ability in crunch time to absolutely make the exact play that they need when they need it. And you see that ankle, I wish there was, I wonder how swollen it was the next day uh, yeah. and how <laughs> he for was him, at, he was at Disney world the other day with his Jordans. I know, on. Yeah. So for him, he to, needed those supports, man. He had those high, he had the high tops on for him to run that like 20 yard yeah. run that he had was yep. that to me was the play of the game because with, with his you could see the moment he got up to that, like, that hurt like his face oh no he was in he pain. was hurting he was in pain um but his just his ability to make those type of plays all the time like yeah. a, like everyone has those clutch genes aaron Rodgers goes on a bunch of game winning drives tom brady goes on a bunch of game winning drives hey man he's had his game winning drives everybody the the thing with mahomes is he doesn't need to he does it one he doesn't need to and he does it every time yeah like i don't know if i've ever seen mahomes cost his team a game like wait even earlier this year in the second chargers chiefs game uh just never had a great drive to take the lead with it's either just over just under two minutes i'm like should have took more time off (laughs) because he's given the ball back it's just how i would always say why would you give brady that much time or why would you give any other great quarterback that much time uh, but it's even two full because it's in the Super Bowl, <laughs> like he, the biggest stage. Insane. He has to. It's he's da- he's staring at a ten point deficit entering halftime. Uh, says no problem. Let me oh, get yeah. to work. He's, that's literally nothing to him. He's no. What is he? You five and zero oh all time. I've like never double s- digit comebacks. I've never seen him be phased like unfazed. If, like I mean, I've never seen him. What's the word? Phase. Yeah, yeah. I've never seen him be shaken up in the moment or anything like that. He's completely poised, and yeah, he makes an sometimes like a big thing. People got on him last season was uh, he was too reckless sometimes when he was throwing the ball. You don't think he works on that? <laughs> like yeah. you don't think he would? Like do you really think? And that's why I was I was really like kind of laughing at the discourse of like. He was going to completely fall off with Tyreek. I expected a drop off just because you're getting letting go of one of the top wide receivers in the league. People thought he was made because of Tyreek Hill, which I thought was funny. I'm like, you really don't think he's going to be able to succeed still having Andy Reid, still having Travis Kelsey, still having a really good offensive line, and still having a really good scheme to succeed? Like, he, it's not like the wide receivers he has are a joke either. Yeah. So no, he's an, an incredible player, incredible talent. Uh, and you know, it does make it like it makes the the changing of the guard feel better because you have Mahomes here. Like all of the quarterbacks from my childhood are gone with Brady retiring. They're all gone, and the countless games and memories I've had of watching them and the incredible drives and everything that's gone. <laughs> Mahomes is here to like make sure that that's still a, a thing yeah i i'm rooting for him because like i want to I mean, see i, I, I want to see hate, how crazy like this it's like i don't becomes. hate him at all like <laughs> i love watching him play i want to see how far he can go like what records he can set yeah because he started so young yeah it's like expectations well his first are. year starting wins the mvp throws for 50 touchdowns throws for over five thousand yards. like you're essentially a rookie at that point who's able to do that really lighting the league on fire um. So yeah, no, he's uh, he really can't say anything else that hasn't already been said about Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, he is just. We could go on and on. A lot of people are already tired of it. Um, but I mean, the other the other fact is, just to put in how insane he is, he's never even had to play in a road playoff game. Yeah. Like he is, they take care of business. He, he takes is, care of business all year long. Yes, like they'll lose a couple games in here and there, like you always do, because it's really hard to win in this league. It's really hard to go on a undefeated streak, and he still it still doesn't matter. And that's including with how tough the AFC got this past year, and how tough it's probably going to continue to be. Um, and yet they're still trying to. 
chase the Chiefs and Mahomes. Like, there's such a different le- like level to it all. It's crazy. Yeah, even when Brady was still in New England, the AFC they were right there with him. The AFC ran through Kansas City. Yeah, that overtime yeah. game where Mahomes uh, didn't get the ball, which was fine. I'm on the side of whatever. Like, get a stop. And but that's with that's them losing thing. in the regular season to the Patriots too. They yeah. still were able and to they, get through. It still that. went through Kansas City. Still um, had to be played in Mahomes' house. Uh, not Burrowhead in Arrowhead. Yeah, as they, I, I still think that's so funny. But um, we'll see. I, I'm, I'm excited. I really do think that this Mahomes Burrow uh, rivalry is going to be one for the ages that we are going to get to watch it unfold. And it's quickly, cr- it's crazy how quickly they've left Josh Allen behind. Yeah. Like the, the train is going and Josh Allen's got to either get on or he's going to be left in the dust yeah. because those two are yeah, he changing has to make the game. It just, yep. It's it's also cool too now that I think, I mean, I don't know where you stand on this, but I think rank them however you want after Mahomes, but your top five, top six, maybe Mahomes. And then any combination you want of Burrow, Allen, Herbert, Lawrence and I'm throwing her. I think Hertz has earned his well, way to yeah, be in conversation for top it. five. Yeah, like you could rank them any way you really want. You could have a solid argument for it, but they're all behind Mahomes, which is crazy. And it's also crazy that five out of those six names that you named are all in the AFC. Yeah, and if you want to make uh, L- Lamar, you could throw in there too. For it's, that's always up to the discussion. But yeah, no, they're all beating up on each other. I think. Well, excuse me. I think I'd put Aaron Rodgers ahead of Lamar. Yeah, like he could, he could also we'll very see. well be on his way to the AFC. Yeah, um, I hope he doesn't retire because I want to see him continue to. I want to see him at least get a shot. Yeah, sort of like how Manning goes went out with a ring. I would at least like to see Rodgers get another shot. Yeah, I mean we'll see, but who knows? It could just be like a Drew Brees situation. Like, yeah, they missed their chances in the postseason. After having really good regular seasons, it stinks. Yeah, the Saints have been some of the biggest uh, collapse collapsers. Yeah, have had some of the yeah, biggest collapses. worst collapse I've and, seen. Uh, the other thing I kind of want to talk about today is uh, I don't think we're appreciating enough just how crazy Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey is. Yeah. Uh, that duo, specifically Travis Kelsey alone, he's now. I think without question, a top two tight end mm-hmm. of all time, pushing that number one, which I think everyone believes is Rob Gronkowski. Yep. Uh, they are now one touchdown behind Brady and Gronk's playoff record for touchdown passes. Uh, I believe they're at 15, and Mahomes and Kelsey are at 14, which obviously they've got another two, three years that they're going to connect for at least two more. So they're going to hold that record. Third place, by the way, I think they're tied with them, uh, is – Montana and Rice. So they're currently tied with Montana and Rice for second in touchdown connections between a quarterback and a pass catcher. Uh, But what Kelsey does, um, I think it's also interesting that he gives all his credit to Andy Reid. They always ask him, how do you get so open? Because he's not the fastest. He's not the most agile. He's clearly you should be able to cover. Like you'd think you'd be able to cover him if, if you can cover speedy wide receivers, great route runners. Why can't you tra- uh, cover Travis Kelsey? And he said Andy Reid. Like yeah, Andy no, Reid yeah, is the he's reason. Credit. Yeah. Andy Reid is the reason that he is open all the time. Andy Reid is the uh, guy that gets him the ball and uh, makes him the focal point of the offense. Which, I mean, obviously you can't let that take you take away from the fact that Travis Kelsey is still the one that has to go out and execute. And um, you've you've seen all these great players and their coaches with great coaches and ability to get players open and they're still not doing what Kelsey is. So, I mean, Kelsey's executing when his coach is drawing up perfectly. Um, but he's so fun to watch, man. He is crazy good. He's so energetic. Um, I love to watch him play him and Jason. That was honestly that their, uh, whole post game thing. Yeah. Like that, like that for whatever reason, that was like, every time I watch that, I'm always like, I don't know. It, it, It hits deep. Like yeah, I no, feel I in the chest, I'm like, <laughs> like, dang, like, I don't know, just to see a bond between two people like that, that, like, I don't know, just trying to imagine that, like, yeah, how terrible 
like Travis was literally ready to cry thinking about his brother who lost the Super Bowl uh, when asking about it. Um, when they saw each other after the game, Travis is even like, like, I don't even know what to say to you, man. Like, you know, this year has been the funnest year of my life. Like he said that with the podcast and everything. And you could hear the pain in the other part of the other side of it. You could hear the pain in Jason's voice. Yeah. He's like, go celebrate, man, go celebrate. Mm-hmm. But the fact that he also stayed out there to watch Travis um, up on the podium. And, I mean, it's just, it's real. Like it, it made it seem so real that this is, these are like real people out there. These aren't just athletes. These aren't just millionaires. Like they are real people out there. It hits deep. Um, if you haven't seen the mic'd up, moments between those two uh after the game i highly recommend it because it was amazing um i didn't even look did did everyone go out and shake did like i didn't remember seeing the coaches i don't know i, was I don't remember of, i i had i I was not watching at that i kind of i was kind of celebrating a little bit when they yeah. took the field um yeah which the other thing is i was hurts his shoulder still bothering him on that last throw no he that was, um that ball went like uh, if you 30 see yards. It, he's like stepped on Kelsey's foot by accident, so it gotcha. caused him to throw to go up. Because people are bringing in the but question. But no, his shoulder was shoulder probably his shoulder was probably still like there's no way it was also still 100. percent Yeah, I'm not saying it was 100. Yeah, no, but. no, yeah, he he stepped on uh, Kelsey, uh, caused him to slip. Obviously, interesting. I did not see that. Yeah. Um, but we'll talk. We'll we'll try to brighten your spirits, or maybe this will make it worse. We'll talk about the Eagles going forward because I believe they have the most question marks out of these two teams with their contracts. Um, their team's getting a little bit older. What are they going to do with Hurts? Are they going to pay the man? Uh, Obviously, I think you have to give him exactly what he wants yeah, now. Yeah, so uh, it was reported that they're most likely going to work on extension early. So I think that's going to be their first order of business. Um, well, obviously, they're going to have to replace Shane Steichen. Uh, and report is that quarterbacks coach Brian Johnson's the favorite for the job. He's also known Jalen Hurts since he's f- been four years old. So I think that's a great move. Just keep it in house and see what he uh, dials up differently. Uh, it'll be also interesting to see if uh, he also gets play calling duties because, or if Sirianni takes them back. I would believe Sirianni would still give them up, um, but I'm not sure. And then. Second order is report that Arizona might hire away Jonathan Gannon. Uh, I know Eagles are making a push to keep him, uh, but they'll have to see. I believe Arizona's decision's coming down later today. Yeah, I saw you want him gone. Uh, yeah, I've it's been an up and down relationship I've had with Gannon. Um, I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't like if he came back. It's, it would be more just like okay, but um, I mean. He's re- highly regarded around the league, and I, 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 I think he could be a really good head coach uh, if he was given uh, everything. Um, so it'll be interesting to see what they do there, and then who they would bring in to replace that, and then uh, so then that's when you would start talking with Jalen. You obviously want to get that deal done quick, also to put pressure on other teams with their quarterbacks uh, who also have deals, because again. Lamar still needs a new deal. Uh, Burrow's going to need a new deal. Herbert's going to need a new deal. Tua possibly will get a new deal soon here. Um, and you want to be the first one there so you have so the other guys could reset the market and make it higher. And then I think their biggest move after that is uh, coming to terms with uh, – is Kelsey retiring? Is he going to come back? They have, they drafted his replacement that was like hand selected by Kelsey himself, pretty much. Um, was that Dickerson? No, uh, Cam Jurgens. Uh, uh, I know Dickerson was a center yeah, in college. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so that's a big one. And then, as far as extensions uh, goes and contracts, after Hertz, the biggest one they have to get out is CJ Gardner Johnson. Uh, they traded a couple picks for him last year, and the big reason why he was available is because of contract uh, talks with uh, Saints fizzled. Uh, he played phenomenal this year. I think they should easily give him a deal. Uh, I think they should lock him up. And then, of course, you have other stalwarts. Uh, Fletcher Cox signed a one-year deal. 
Brandon Graham contract is expiring. Is he going to retire? Is Fletcher Cox going to retire? Are you going to bring him back? Uh, Javon Hargrave, he had double-digit sacks. Uh, but he's 30 now, and he most certainly lived up to his three-year 39 deal that they gave him. Will they pay him or do they like the young guys? Marcus Epps has been a really solid safety for him. He's been a starter. Do you let him walk? Do you pay CJ? Do you pay him both? I don't know. Yeah, because then the issue becomes you're going to have to pay Devontae Smith after yeah. you got one yep. more year of his rookie deal. So you got to be careful giving yeah, all these contracts year, yeah, out. Yeah, fifth-year extension too. But uh, TJ Edwards is another one undrafted. Uh, linebacker who's really they've really been able to develop he's been really good uh him and kaiser white were your stars this year i tend to lean to sign tj and let kaiser walk and then give Kobe dean who we drafted the keys to finally start um isaac siamalu was a pro bowl alternate this year on the offensive line he's been uh one of the more underrated aspects of their offensive line the past few years do you keep him do you let him walk it's so, yeah, no, they have a ton of uh, – uh, James Bradbury, the last big one there, signed him on a one-year deal, completely under new contract, whether that's going to be with the Eagles or not. I don't think so because he's going to want a bunch of money. Uh, Miles Sanders as well finally had a career year, finally was able walk. to stay healthy. He's probably going to want money. I know, he's expe- I know he's expressed a desire to stay in Philadelphia. They sign him – I think it would be way less than what he's expecting. I think he walks. Um, so, yeah, no, it's interesting to see what they do. Uh, uh, this I'm not year. really – yeah, no, that it, it stinks, uh, that's what hurts the most. But uh, Howie Roseman shown time and time again he could work with what limited resources he has. Uh, in terms of cap money, he's a cap wizard. He knows how to restructure deals, get money, and whatnot like that. Um, so we're interested to see what they do, resigning their own and what they do in the market. And, uh, I guess what really kind of helps me not feel as bad is we have a top 10 pick this year. Yeah, uh, we have, be interesting to see and we have do. our own first, so we have two first rounders this year. So it'll be interesting to see. Um, I'm definitely going to be diving all into draft content here soon. Uh, I mean, I had my pre- preliminary uh big board before the year ended that's i'm gonna have to rearrange that um so yeah i'll just be diving into draft content uh get over this um i guess if i had a final word about this like i've never like after the phillies this postseason and the world series in game six i have not watch the Jordan Alvarez 3-1 homer like at all like anytime I think the clip's coming I, I do it like I refuse to ever watch that again I was at a bar yesterday with my girlfriend she was here to visit me we were out for dinner first thing I saw on the TV was a rerun of the Super Bowl right before the second half started I said we moved our seats I'm like I can't watch the second half of this you game made she well, she's an Eagles fan. We it was at a bar, so we just went around the other side. Pretty okay. much, yeah. I thought you like. I uh, thought you like called your waiter over no, or waitress. Nope. And it's like, hey, nope, nope. We just went over. Looking at the TV is too yeah. much pain. Yeah. So instead so, of just keeping my head down, we're gonna make you move seats. I think um, it's weird. I'm like, it's, I I tend to fall like really in the middle of this stuff of like, uh yeah, this stinks, but uh, you know, they have a young core that's locked their offensive young core is locked up for a couple of years here minus Jan, who's going to get his deal with that i mean that can help you that's as good a chance as any to have a deep playoff run and maybe make the super bowl um of course i'm not here definitively going to say oh they'll be back because i don't know sports is crazy like that uh, you need going to anyway. have a you need to have a little bit of luck um uh, yeah, this feels like this is the one they – this is sort of the year where everything was breaking right for them to win it, and they come up by three points short uh, – well, four points to get the win and whatnot. But uh, it's things uh, – this <laughs> this one really won't – like, I was tweeting it out. Um, I was too young to remember when the Eagles lost in, 2000, in the 2004-2005 season to the Patriots in the Super Bowl. Um, and I was reading a lot of like 
that loss was probably worse in the long run because those people didn't have a Super Bowl to fall back on. I still can fall back on 2017 see, hey, i seen my team win this thing. It is possible. But I feel like this was the best Eagles team of my life. I think in terms of uh, how you stack them up, that 2017 team, of course, won it all. I think this 2022 team would have beaten them. That 2027, that 2017 team just had luck and was a special team. Obviously, they won. Uh, so it stings and everything, but uh, I'm happy Jalen Hurts is my quarterback. I really trust him now. Uh, any any doubts I've had, and, and questions about him coming into this year have been answered. Um, so yeah, we'll move on. Um, this one will hurt for a while. I really don't think it'll go away till the season begins. Uh, but we'll see what how the off season goes. Uh, and what even what, what stinks more too is also like not the fact that the Eagles lose the last game of the season, but it was the last game of the season. There's no more football for like 205 days, I think. So that stinks too. But uh, yeah, not the way it wanted to go. Uh, but it, what happened happened. You have to move forward. <laughs> well, we will move forward, and we will jump a whole year ahead into the odds of the 2023-2024 Super Bowl champion. Do you think you could – you obviously know who's at number one. Chiefs. The Chiefs are at number one. Do you think you could name the top five? So the Chiefs are one. Um, I know they were high, so I'll get them out of Dallas a top five. They are not. Okay. This is according to Bleacher Report. Bills? Bills are number two. Bengals. Um, Bengals are tied for fifth. 49ers up there. 49ers are third. Are the Eagles up there? Oh, oh, actually, there's two teams tied for fourth. Sorry. Cincinnati Bengals are tied for fourth with another team. That I haven't named? Yeah. Um, not the Jaguars, is it? Nope. I mean, I guess you did name it, but you didn't guess it. The Eagles? The Eagles, yeah. Okay. So the Eagles are tied at plus 900 uh, for fourth with the Cincinnati Bengals. Um, the Chiefs open up as favorites, followed by the Bills, which is shocking to me. That that's very crazy. The Bills are over the Bengals. Bengals. Yeah, but, that's crazy. Um, I understand the 49ers being favorite over the Eagles just because they're not losing nearly as much as what the Eagles are expected to lose. Um, and plus, you give them... I mean, we'll see what Trey Lance does. We'll see what that happens. Um, yeah. They'll, who knows? They might even be in the market for signing a free agent. Derek I know that Carr, they're maybe. Um, Derek Carr's in the talks. Um, Aaron Rodgers said that he won't be a 49er, but I'd never believe a single word that comes out of Aaron Rodgers' mouth. Yeah. Um, so we'll see. Until Aaron yeah, Rodgers. I've been immunized. <laughs> until, yeah. Until Aaron Rodgers, you know, signs a piece of paper, I will not believe anything that I see about that. So, I mean, I think <laughs> I don't know why he's rolling out the 49ers because I think you want to stay in the NFC. And he's from there. He's from there. Um and they're clearly the best roster without a quarterback right now. Like if you were to put a top 5 quarterback on that team, they're the best team in the NFL. Uh, that roster except the quarterback spot yeah. is basically they're almost the best at every tight end or every position on the field. Like Pretty they much, yeah. they don't have a single weakness except the quarterback. Again, we have not seen Trey Lance, but it's hard to believe now going into year three, year three yeah. after an injury that he would have any kind of like real production. But I mean, they were able to throw a rookie Party, out there yeah. and still get great numbers. So, you so know, it's interesting to see. It'll be it'll be interesting. Um, like I said, like Shanahan came out after the Eagles game. They said, "Is there any possible said, situation nope. that you see uh jimmy g on the team and he said no i don't see that situation oh yeah um, where jimmy g ends up is crazy to think about too which i hope he does well I, I like jimmy g i've always been rooting for him he like okay he's not the most skilled um he's not the most productive but the name of the game is to win and he wins mm-hmm. uh, i get wins aren't a quarterback stat like they are a pitching stat but it, it's pretty darn close in comparison and uh, he wins a lot. Yeah. So uh, it'll be interesting to see what happens in the NFL offseason. But 
you know, I'm I'm really sorry for your loss, man, but no, you're not. I'm not. You're <laughs> no, right. You're not. I I enjoyed it. Um, I'm sorry that you have to. Su- I don't want to see you suffer thanks, as much man. as I do a lot of the other people, um, because I like you. Thank, but thanks, there's man. a lot Appreciate of other you, Philly fans that I don't like. So yeah. I was happy. Yeah, I did enjoy this episode. Well, I'm happy at least one of us on this podcast could enjoy themselves. Yeah. Well, I hope all of you at home listening enjoyed the episode. Don't forget to subscribe and donate. Thanks for listening to the TNT podcast. Thanks for listening. Slow